Well, welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. That was a nice, long, leisurely lead-in. You know why? Because that's what it would be like for a lot of customers if things were better with the companies which they trusted. And that's what it's like right now for a lot of employees and those customers if the customers just weren't in the way. Here are some good examples. Bentley, the motor company, recently sent me crystal glasses, four crystal glasses, appropriate for whiskey and such, for doing business with their financial group. So they're not just taking my money on the cars I lease, they're happy for my business and sent me four beautiful crystal glasses. American Express sent me four lovely champagne flutes because I've been a customer for 50 years. You might say they should have sent me more like champagne, but hell, I wasn't expecting the glasses. It was nice of them, an unexpected gift. The other night I went over to one of my favorite restaurants here, Capriccio in Providence, where I didn't have a reservation. I wasn't even expecting to be there, maybe more on that later. But I just walked in and the manager greeted me warmly and I said, I'm going to have dinner at the bar if you don't mind. He said, that's fine, but where's your wife? I said, my wife is recovering from hip replacement surgery and she's not with me tonight. He said, oh my God, is she all right? I said, she's fine, thank you. Well, he said, I'm going to send some food home to her. Call her, see what she wants. It's on the house. And I took home takeout from this wonderful restaurant with his compliments. You know, I like to focus on the positive, like these examples. Gives me hope. You know what I'm saying? But Amazon Prime delivery continues to leave cardboard boxes containing books and things outside in the rain without any protection. Sometimes they leave it there while it's raining. It's not like it's an unexpected storm. Are these people stupid or lazy? Is there a test for that? Some lazy FedEx ground, not express, ground driver, decided that he'd leave a package on the other side of our bridge 150 yards away. Both FedEx Express and FedEx Ground have been delivering here for decades, always up to the door. But no, he decided he would leave it there because he didn't feel like driving an extra 60 seconds. When I complained to FedEx, and believe me, it's not easy to complain to FedEx, the menu to get through is absolutely Byzantine. And finally, a woman who answers with an accent so thick I can hardly understand her, and look, I have nothing against accents, I have nothing against diversity, but the fact is, you don't want to put people on your phone lines who are difficult to understand. Anyway, she takes five minutes to record what I'm telling her on her computer, and just keeps me on the line until at the very end she can say, okay, I'm done, you can go now. I don't think she even filed the complaint, frankly. I think she was just biding her time. Can you complain about the complaint services? I mean, no wonder Fred Smith just retired after 50 years. Who wants to lead people like this? I used to go to CVS to get a vaccine shot on the spot. I know the pharmacist. He'd say, sit down, we can give it to you now. Now I'm looking for my fourth shot, my second booster. What the hell? But now they're automated. And some woman I don't know behind the counter says, you've got to go online. It's the only way to make an appointment, even though there's no one there at all and I have my vaccine card with me. So I go online and it takes 10 minutes to fill out convoluted computer forms, which often require the same information, like your phone and your email address and so on, in several different places. But the technology is incapable 
of placing it in all the places it's needed for them, you have to keep putting it in. You have to wonder if their technology is any better at fulfilling subscriptions. When I talk to American Express or a financial firm on the phone quite often, I'm forced to listen while the agent on the other end reads three minutes of legal gibberish, which the lawyers insist upon to cover the institution's collective asses. They have to prove they're worthwhile and they have to make sure they're never sued for anything. And so you have to listen to this crap even though you can't understand it. And it makes no sense and it makes no difference. You know, a local politician held a fundraiser the other night for his major donors, of which I am one. I've never been to the place before. It was new to me. I GPSed it. And I wound up in a strange part of Providence where there's nowhere to park. No valets, no signs. So the building where he was having this fundraiser, where I guess he had some rooms rented or whatever, was right there. But you couldn't put your car anywhere. And I'm not leaving my car in some alley five blocks away and walking to this in parts of Providence I don't know. That's how I wound up at Capriccio, by the way. I just kept driving and went over there for dinner. The woman in the feed store here, you know, grain and feed and stuff like that for horses, well, we get duck food and we get food for our dogs and everything else. We purchase the exact same items every time we're there, which is every two weeks. Yet the woman stares relentlessly at the computer screen as if she's getting messages from Alpha Centauri and a coming alien invasion. She doesn't say a thing to me. Once I tell her who I am and what I want, she just stares at the screen and then finally just says, okay. And then she screws up the order so that the guys on the loading dock have to correct it for me. Now, on the other hand, my vet is always on time for our appointments. He never keeps us waiting, like some medical doctors do. And he always greets the dogs very well, and he has a great technician to help him who also greets the dogs very well. A couple of days ago, Bentley required an x-ray. <clears throat> he was limping. <clears throat> Excuse me, he was limping a bit. And I promised to set it up in the next few days. But they called a little later on and said, look, we have openings tomorrow morning. We have very little surgery. Bring them in at 8 o'clock if you can. We'll get the x-rays done. And they did. And in 45 minutes, we found out that he's got uh, arthritis. And so they gave some joint support things and some pain pills uh, for him to take. And uh, already he's moving more gracefully and, and more easily. And that's because the vet cares and knows his customers, both animal and human, are important. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Come on, this is the great resignation. It's hard to get help. Everyone is stretched thin. People aren't working. But just maybe, just maybe the uncomfortable truth is that the poor education in the public schools in this country is catching up. Just maybe the cancel culture, which promotes identity over talent, is catching up. And just maybe a general sloth of a complacent society is catching up with us. When I have 12 items on a counter and the clerk says, do you want a bag? We're not talking about whether it costs 10 cents or I brought my own bag or anything else. It's just a dumb question. I asked the clerk, am I supposed to juggle these 12 things on my way home? But the clerk doesn't laugh, pulls out a bag, silently puts the items in the bag, and the clerk doesn't laugh because the clerk isn't motivated or interested. And that clerk will be gone in a week or so too. And that, my friends, is the most uncomfortable truth. <laughs>